0: Brothers and sisters, welcome to the Redeem 22. My name is Sean Patterson. Thanks for tuning in. And if you are listening for the first time, this is a ministry geared towards veterans who has struggled with post-traumatic stress from their time in the military with addiction, depression, suicidal thoughts, and anything that goes along with post-traumatic stress. You guys know what I'm talking about. Where did the Redeem 22 come from? Um, I have my victory in Jesus Christ with my own struggles with post-traumatic stress. And God has led me to start a ministry to lead other veterans to start a walk with Jesus Christ and see their hearts healed and lives transformed. With that being said, thanks for joining us. And if you could, like, follow, share, get the message out there to veterans that are struggling because Lord knows we all need the help. Uh, today, we've got Phil Burkholder with us, and he's going to introduce himself and talk about his story, his path. With that, Phil, it's all yours.
1: All right. Thanks, Sean. Thanks for having me. Um, so, yeah, my name's Phil Burkholder. Um, I was a United States Marine. I served in the Marine Corps from 2002 to 2006, did two tours of duty in Iraq. So, I, I guess my my story i guess begins at the beginning i'm a, i guess what what we call a cradle catholic i i was baptized into the catholic church went to catholic schools my entire life and was was pretty involved in in the church and in school and everything um when i got into my teenage years of course I started kind of slipping away and going out and probably doing things that I shouldn't have been doing and kind of started dropping away from the church. When I was in my 20s, my early 20s, I got into some trouble a few times, mostly with uh, drugs and alcohol, uh, getting DUIs, uh, getting into trouble that way. So that kind of led me to to look into the military. So I enlisted in the Navy, and I was going to go to boot camp for the Navy and got into trouble while I was waiting to go to boot camp. And so the Navy wouldn't take me. Um, I ended up going to the Marine Corps, which was probably the best thing I could have ever done. Uh, The Marine Corps is exactly what I needed. It got me back on track, taught me discipline. You know, I, I couldn't quit the Marine Corps. Once once I was in, I was in. And that's what I needed. And so I had to, you know, serve my four years, got out with an honorable discharge, served two tours in Iraq, was wounded my, my first time in Iraq in 2004, not not severely wounded, but... You know, got a little, um, I guess, scraped up and uh, was awarded the Purple Heart. And I'll back up a little bit. So whenever, before I was in the Marine Corps, you know, I used to party quite a bit. When I was in the Marine Corps, I partied quite a bit. And when I got out of the Marine Corps, I partied a lot. (laughs) And um, so that was a problem. I needed to stop, and when I, when I was in the Marines, I didn't, I, I didn't really take part in church services, and I, I did every once in a while, but it wasn't uh, regularly, and I can remember being over in Iraq, and when I was in Iraq, I used to pray every day, and I used to always pray, you know, God, please help me um, get home, so I can see my, my family again, I can see my friends again, you know, please help me through this, please protect all of us um, while we're here. You know, once I got out of harm's way, I kind of forgot about God, you know? So whenever I, I got out of the Marine Corps, I was kind of in a bad way. I was uh, had different issues going on um, some may have been war-related. Um, a lot of them were alcohol-related. Ended up getting married, you know, in, in, in all of that. And, you know, my wife, you know, she's she's the love of my life, a, a great, great woman, great wife. And we ended up getting married in the two, you know, about two and a half years, we were married. I got to the point where I I needed to just stop drinking alcohol altogether, and I did. I I reached out for help. I went to the VA, received counseling, received help, went to uh, meetings, and and quit drinking. And that is when whenever I started getting serious about the church again getting back to the church and and not to say that in between there I didn't have times where I started getting passionate again because God has always been a part of my life you know I I never totally turned my back on God but I got close at times Um, but whenever I was getting sober you know i i really started focusing on going to church and i i explored you know different different churches you know i i went to different churches and and was interested in you know what's the difference between this church and that church and you know what's being said I ended up going back, you know, to the Catholic Church because that's where I was baptized. That's what I know. I decided that's where I where I needed to be, and so that's what I did. And it's been a great, great thing. I through through this journey, the more the more I've been involved, the more open I've been to to God, and and to God's love and mercy and grace. Um, the more blessed my, my life has been, the more blessed my marriage has been, the more blessed my, my recovery's been, I can see now prayers that, that are answered. And, and at the time I didn't realize that they were being answered, but I can look back now and, and really, uh, see God working in my life. And a lot of times. I was impatient, you know, and, and I wanted things done on my time, you know, the way I wanted. And it doesn't happen like that. It happens on God's time, you know, the way God plans it. And I see that now, you know, and it's it's really uh just, you know, a work of mercy. Sometimes, you know, God not giving you exactly what you want when you want it, you know it takes time and patience and you know the the willingness to to let uh, god you know work in your life and that's what i've seen and and through that i've i've just been getting more and more involved in my faith you know and and that's what you know brought me to um to different groups, you know, like I used to be involved in, in AA and then I switched over to, to CR to celebrate recovery because of how much I believe in, um, having Jesus in my life, you know, and, and being at celebrate recovery, we can just speak openly and about it, you know, and, and proclaim you know, Christ as, as King, you know, as our savior. That's, I think that's been one of the the most important things in my life has, has been able to, to just speak openly about, about Jesus. So that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah.
0: That's, um, that's so good. You know, that's definitely where the, the path that I've been on is, um, it is recognizing the love of God and, and the power that that is. You know, I, I just recently kind of had a a revelation, word of knowledge, whatever you want to call it, through my own, you know, prayer time, and prayer closet and secret place, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, he, he gave me this, this, this vision one time of, of, of accountability. It was kind of a harsh, you know, word, Um, but it was a loving word, you know, and it's, he said to me, you know, why, why do you think that there's all this suicide addiction and, and all this and that, all this bad stuff that's going on in the world? Why do you think that is, is, is because you're not using the most powerful force in the universe, which is my love. Mm -hmm. You're not using it right. And he said, you're not holding your brothers and sisters accountable Because God doesn't recognize uh, our last name families in heaven. He doesn't recognize that because we are all of one bloodline, right? Mm -hmm. And so that makes us all family. That makes us brothers and sisters. And, And he was telling me that that makes us our brothers and sisters keeper. And with that comes great responsibility. And we are called to hold each other accountable, and he said, sometimes we're not doing that. And most of the time we're not doing that. He's like, mm-hmm. what, what do you think a world would look like if we actually held each other accountable mm-hmm. in love? Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I believe that saying that um, harsh word is 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 love. I mean, because not not saying something that needs to be said is, in my opinion, not a true friend. Right. So... And, you know, and then so that was that was a while back when I got that word. And and then more recently, it's like, you know, he calls us into a relationship and he wants us to choose him. And I believe I I sent that to you uh, the other day and uh, it was just so powerful. So. I was watching, you know, on, on, it wasn't on TikTok. I don't get on TikTok, but the, it was through the reels or, or the YouTubes, um, the shorts or whatever, um, where this guy was talking about, he gives us free will to be able to choose him. That would be the authentic love. You know, if, if he forced us, he's, he's not a God of, of forcing things to us, right? Right. He wants us to choose him in, in his love. And that, that would be the, the authenticness, the authentic love that he wants. You know, when we get to know his love, um, you know, all of our life, we've kind of been searching for love through drugs, alcohol, sex, um yeah you know you name it you name your hurt habit or hang up you know you said you you go to celebrate recovery i do as well and right. and we you know the hurt habit hang up is is a phrase that's used quite often in, in that program and so you you name the the issue that we have is we're all searching for that acceptance and that love that's not his love mm-hmm. and when um you know when once we once we come to that place of okay I'm not getting what I need in this in this world, and when we fall on our knees and completely call on his name, and he shows us that love and that compassion and that grace and um, and then when we we learn that is we grow in confidence in that love, and that gives us the confidence to do what we are called to do. once we surrender and learn that love. That love gives us the confidence to go out and be a part of the Great Commission and and be fearful. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, be fearless. Right, right. <laughs> and, and and be able to just preach God's word wherever we go with, without fear. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the scripture goes, uh, perfect love casts out fear. I can't mm-hmm. remember. I think it's what, 1 John one eighteen. I think it is something like that uh but so that i think that's the message you know it, it's 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 found it's it's getting back to the um simplicity of the gospel and sometimes we try to complicate things and it's really simple it's you know we believe that god is is god and that he gave his only son, and he was rose on the third day, and that's it. You know, it, it's it's simple. It, we, we always try to complicate things and sometimes overanalyze things. And I know I'm I'm guilty of that myself. And Amen. you know, we all have our flaws. But the greatest thing is, we are saved by grace through faith. Amen. Through that faith is the foundational, the the beginning steps, and, and and you know he first showed us the the grace and the love, and you know we return that by by going out and being part of the Great Commission and and doing what we're called to do, and yeah, it's great, man. It's uh, God's love is good. With that being said, what um, what are you what are you currently doing right now? Um, as far as work and, and, and being part of God's, uh, mission and helping others?
1: Well, right, right now, um, you know, I, I do some counseling. So, you know, I, I try, I try to incorporate my faith into my counseling as much as I can. Um, I work for an organization, I, i can't name it's not always welcome you know to 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 be faith-based so it can be kind of tricky but um when there's openness to the message then i i try to take advantage of that so i do that and then there's different programs that i do with my church a lot of times you know, we we've done things outside to try to get the message, to try to evangelize. We we've had different um, opportunities to to give to uh, to the hungry, you know, at the poor. So we tried to um, take care of um, our community by uh, by feeding, feeding and clothing them. Um, so those are our few ways, and then about once a month i i have a a prayer group that i i kind of i guess kind of lead um at my church to try to get people in to uh to pray together so that's another thing so there's just there's a lot of little different opportunities i just try to keep myself open to um to what i'm being called to do um, i don't try to overwhelm myself or f- force anything. I try to, uh, to listen to, to what I'm being called to do. And there might be some, some, some times where I don't, there, there might not be a whole lot going on. There's other times where, you know, where I'm really uh, feeling like God's calling me to, to do things, so I just try to, um, to to listen. To that, and, and to take advantage of it, and to answer, to answer God's call, you know. The other thing I, I, I wanted to kind of throw in there too was when we were talking about um, the different types of hurts, habits, and hang-ups that people get involved with to try and fill fill that uh, that void of love. You know, a lot of the things with without God. Without Jesus, you know, in our life, and and we're trying to to fill that void with whether it's drugs, alcohol, sex, money, whatever it is. Those are all things that leave us wanting more, you know. And that's the one thing that that stuck out to me is all of those things. When whenever I made that the uh, focal point of my life like this is what's going to make me happy this is what's going to fulfill me it always left me wanting more and it felt good for a second and then it was like it was taken away from me and since I've I haven't have been focusing so much on those things and focusing on, on God and on Jesus that's something that's I feel like it's not going to be taken away from me the only way that can leave is if I turn my back to it and choose to, to walk away and even at that Christ still loves me you know Yes. Yeah, and, and so it, it can't be it doesn't, it doesn't leave me feeling like you know it's only for a second I only receive, you know, uh, God's love for a short moment, and then it's gone. It's not the same. You know, that's the difference. When we put our faith in God, and and we're open to receiving God's grace and His love and His mercy, that that's fulfilling. You know, that that's real. That, that was a big difference. The other thing too, we were talking about um, you know with like the suicide and, and stuff like that, that that's going on in the world and how you know we need Christ in this world. It's, it's, it's such a such a hopeless feeling whenever you've turned your back. On the God who created us and loves us, you know, and that's and that's the truth. It's there's a lot of people out there that have have totally either rejected God, or or maybe they're they've never been taught about about God, yeah. and and what a hopeless way to live your life, because if, if you believe that everything's an accident, like our whole being is an accident, then it, it just leaves this this void of, of hopelessness. You know, whenever, whenever you've accepted God as your Creator, you know, and the God of mercy, the God who's created everything, and has a plan, you know, even, you know, this life, when this ends, this is just the beginning, you know, because we have eternity after, you know, actually, there's there's a quote that I read that said, we are already living an eternal life, you know and it's yep. the truth because this is just a part of it a short part of it yeah, yeah. you know
0: yeah absolutely I couldn't agree more Uh where I I've kind of got this feeling that and I believe it to be true is that we're just spiritual beings that's who God created us to be and, it, and all death is is just that transition into that afterlife right you know mm-hmm I just want to be on the right side of it.
1: Right. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: I don't know. I, I, I like where we're at here. What Do you, uh, you feel like there's anything else that needs to be said or, or you want to get off your mind?
1: Well, the, the other thing that I was, I was kind of thinking about was, you know, kind of continuing with the, the topic of, of God's mercy, you know, and God's love. If you go back to the Old Testament, there are several covenants that God has made with humanity over and over again. From Adam and Eve, to Noah, to Abraham, to Moses, to David. Um, You had the prophets proclaiming that uh, the kingdom of David... Is, is going to be reestablished, you know, and then the, the new covenant in, in Christ. So whenever we, you know, we look at it, is God a loving God? It's like, you, absolutely, you know. How many times humanity has has gone astray and God has done something to put us back on the right path And that's out of love because we are God's creation. And I was talking with my wife the other night about this. Like, God can do whatever He wants, you know, with us. We are His creation, but He loves us so much that He has made covenant after covenant with us to to bring us back onto the right path you know when you think about uh moses in the desert you know moses goes up unto the mountain and then, and then comes back down and pe- everybody's worshiping false idols and and that didn't take you know very long for for humanity to to go astray you know we're we're talking about you know moses leading leading the israelites you know, out of uh, out of Egypt and then along that way. I mean you had the the cloud, the the pillar that would that would follow them around, you know, you had God present and they still went astray. God kept on, you know, leading them and, and trying to get everybody back on the right on the right path and then it comes down to Christ being born god as man you know Jesus Christ the son of god he's born and and then crucified for us for our sins to save us you know i mean i don't if 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 that doesn't resonate with people i don't i don't know what else to say you know <laughs> yeah it's just the the god of mercy you know he 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 makes covenants with us he he tries to help us he tries to lead us you know he suffered and died for us a, a painful death for us you know
0: you know i'm i'm a firm believer uh like you what you were talking about earlier is is Uh, Basically, you said about education is, you know, people that are away from from God, just, you know, nobody never, probably ever said anything to them or or taught, they weren't taught anything about Jesus, the Bible, or anything. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, once myself, you know, started learning and surrounding myself with, other christians and learning from them and i'm like wow my just light bulb came on in my head and holy crap this is this is the way to be this is this is the way to live and uh, so i'm a firm believer that maybe it's arrogance or whatever but i'm a firm believer that everybody is a believer in christ
1: they just don't know it yet right absolutely <laughs> and pride pride plays a big part. Oh yeah. You know, and pride is is um, you know, one of the 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 biggest sins. It goes back to uh to Lucifer, you know, falling from grace and uh, you know, taking uh angels with him from from heaven. And, it, and most of it's um I've heard uh, I've heard people, you know, kind of challenge the idea that it it was pride that that lucifer lucifer's sin was but i i really believe that that it, it's pride and and that's how um satan and his demons are working in this world a lot of its pride you know because they they know how to 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 get into our our minds and make us you know or, or help fuel our pride and our arrogance like you know i'm in control you know you have so many people anymore um walking around and it's like it's all about me it's all about what i want yep you know and and that's very arrogant and and prideful and i'm guilty of that too you know there's times where i know i'm prideful and um i need to work on that but if you're not aware that that's a an issue, then then that's a problem, you know. Yeah, and,
0: yeah. yeah. I I I once said that um, you know people's recovery um, will never begin until they realize that the world doesn't revolve around them, mm-hmm. and that you know that's that pride and absolutely. And I I was guilty of that. I tried to you know, we were all at some point in our darkness and we were trying to figure things out ourselves and not relying on God. And, you know, we definitely had to get to that, uh, humble point in our lives where, okay, I'm definitely not in control because I'm trying to fix things and it ain't working. Mm -hmm. So, you know, at least for me, that's where I, where I got to and, and, and had to look up and, and not really look up, but, um, really, uh, through a revelation that I recently got is is more face to face because um, I did I did some recent research on uh, some Greek words and there's this word uh, the Greek word for prayer is prosyokamai is is the name of the word and it means to lean in to come face to face with God. And that really resounded with me, because sometimes when we have our struggles, we, uh, we lose focusness on God's face. Mm-hmm. And uh, he kind of showed me, you know, through s- recent struggles that I was having, he's like, if you would have just been focusing on my face and not other things, you would have been just fine. Right.
1: Yeah. And I think sometimes too and i I'm, I'm guilty of this, and um, I think we've all probably been guilty of this, but I'll speak for myself is sometimes i I know in the in the past or maybe even currently um, i don't I don't always hate my sin, and so there's sometimes where I'm going to do something and I know it's not right and that's when i kind of turn away from god you know like turn away from the face of god it's like i know this is wrong but i've kind of made up my mind that this is going to happen you know Mm -hmm. and then afterwards you know there's the shame and guilt and everything that comes with knowing that you you you've sinned you kind of turn back to god and you realize if i would have I, th- there was a way for me to to not sin i just chose not to do that you know
0: yeah
1: it was a, it, there was the the willingness for on on my part and so that's that that's just something i try to keep um i try i try to keep you know aware of it's like if you if you don't want to to do you know, uh, or commit, um, certain sins, there's, there's a way for you to, to not do it. But then again, I mean, it, it really, we are sinners, you know, we are not perfect. I guess there's, there, there's a part of this is it's going to be, you know, striving to, to be Christ-like, but, um, probably falling short, you know? So, but then again, then again, and like I said, I think, I think it comes down to, um, you know, I have to at, at least put the effort in, <laughs> you know, and like you were saying, if I would just turn to God, then maybe, maybe a lot of, a lot of these struggles would have still happened, but it would have been maybe just less less painful, maybe I wouldn't have had to go through a lot of it. Maybe I could get some of some of this sin out of my life if if I would focus more on, on Christ.
0: Yeah, that's uh you know, he's he's the maker of ways. Mm-hmm. He's a way maker. Yeah, I, I every time I've come to that point as well, it's it's there's always like a crossroads. You're always right there. And it's mm-hmm. like you either go down that path of having that sin nature or, or you turn towards the face of God. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, he's that, that that's that way. And whatever that face of God turning towards the face of God looks like, whether it's prayer or, uh, worship or whatever, mm-hmm. it, it's, yeah. And it's hard, man. Cause like you said, we're, we, we, we have a, we have a sin nature and, um, it's, it, it's, we, we live in, in this crazy world. Right. And, uh, sometimes we gotta internalize and, 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 and start with our, our heart because mm-hmm. we, we can't worry about the, you know, the outside world and it's gotta be inside going out. Right. So,
1: and you gotta listen, listen to what God's telling you. Because Absolutely. Like I, I've said, you know, um, getting getting to, to CR to celebrate recovery, it wasn't an accident at all. You know? I was praying for for help. I was praying for answers because I kind of felt like I was falling back in into some I won't say bad habits, but my my thinking mm-hmm. was, was starting to kind of revert back to um to 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 just some old ways of thinking. So I was praying, you know, I'm at the coffee shop downtown and then, you know, somebody I know from the past walks right up to me and starts talking and then tells me about celebrate recovery. So <laughs> then I'm like praying on and I'm like, okay, you know, God, is this what you want me to do? Is this what I should do? All right, and so then I go, you know. So, you know, God recognizes, I think, what we need, you know, and and how to help us, you know. He he is God, you know. He knows, and he knows what we what we need. So, you know, that brought me to 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 celebrate recovery, you know. And like you said before, it's like, okay, so how how am I going to see the face of God? you know, and it was, you know, celebrate recovery. You know, we have the, the, the beginning of it. It's that, that big worship session, you know, you're playing, um, worship music, you know, there, there's people praying, we're praying together as, you know, as a group, just all, all different types of things that are going on. So it's bringing you closer to to God, you know, at my my church, you know, it's like there's opportunities coming up. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden I get the opportunity to, to join a group, a divine mercy group and at my church. And then there's um, a men's group that just started, you know, and, you know, and, and then there, there's just the, the, the prayer groups and stuff. So if you humbly ask, he will give you the opportunity, but then you have to take the opportunity mm-hmm. you know, and that's what I've found is if I humbly ask him, he's going to give me the opportunity, you know, and then if I don't take the opportunities that he gives me, then that's just it's just missed you know mm-hmm. it's just it's just something that i i've I've missed.
0: Yeah, well, you know, it. I mean, that's scripture You know, it's in Philippians You know, it's in Luke, uh, Luke 12, 29 uh, that's, that's one of my life verses It says, you know, do not be anxious nor have an anxious mind You know, do not be uh, anxious for what you uh, need to eat or drink Or what you wear uh, All the world knows that, you know, they seek these things as well um, and I know that you need these things, but first seek the kingdom of God and those things will be added to you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I just love that verse, man, cause that, that verse really spoke to me and, and just, um, you know, put my ease at mind, especially, you know, with anxiety, anxiety is a, a big factor and, you know, post-traumatic stress for veterans and, that verse definitely helped me out and definitely i can't remember where it's at in philippians i think it's philippians four, six, seven, eight, somewhere around there it says almost the same thing kind of similar right but uh I've,
1: I've read that one and that's yeah that's that speaks to me too
0: yep yep well i think we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up here phil what do you think
1: i think i think we did a pretty good job all
0: right sounds good <laughs> yeah. man Hey guys, thanks for listening. And uh, Phil, thanks for speaking and thanks for being open and thanks for your willingness to talk about your story and and your yes. And and so we'll we'll be in in agreement in agreement together about uh, uh, your future and and the things that you're doing. And and uh, so we're just again thank you for coming on and speaking and and being open to share. We love that and appreciate it. And. So again, uh, you can see our or hear our podcast everywhere. You can find your podcast. We're on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, pretty much anywhere out there that you listen to your podcast out there. We're there. We're also on uh, Roku. And now uh, more recently, we're on Amazon Fire TV. That's your only option. You got that as well. Um, Also, groups are starting up here pretty soon in New Philadelphia, Ohio, at the Nazarene Church here in town. As soon as that dates and times become available, I know it's going to be on Mondays around 6:30. uh, But once we have a a concrete date, we'll put that out on the web page and the and Facebook page and all of our socials. So. Please get on the the interwebs and like, share and follow and we love hearing any feedback from you and just know that there is a better way to life right now and that life is Jesus Christ and bless your path today Thank you guys.